What's the true cost to get into virtual reality? And I just experienced the Tesla autopilot for the first time. My full experience and more. Tech 411 starts now. Your personal guide to everything tech. Tech 411. Tech 411 with Oscar Santana and Todd Moore. Salutations. I'm Oscar Santana. Welcome to Tech 411. And I'm Todd Moore, and you're listening to show number 153. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Nice. It's good to be back in the saddle here. Um, uh, Todd was funny enough before the program, every time he comes here, he's actually in studio. So, round of applause. Thank you. Nice. Oh, that's too kind. He's too made kind. it over the key bridge. Thank you so much. Nothing uh, ever changes in this studio. Everyone's ever... always scrambling around, trying to plug stuff in. It's always a mess. Uh, I think the idea of every time you come here, there's something wrong is absolutely true. That is a fact. But as far as we're concerned, the timing is everything. So we have got a new board in here. Yeah, it looks um, great. The... I guess the thought process of trying new things before we record a show is something we would never do for Mike. Let's never do that for Tech 411 in the future. Okay. Fair? <laughs> yeah. Okay. We'd like to record the show and then maybe work on it afterwards. And everything's being uh, routed through an iPad Pro. Very impressive. Yes. The future is here. As long as Mac or Rofo don't touch it. Yeah. And we'll be fine. <laughs> That's it. It's for, it's Hands for, off, kids. For a moment there, I, uh, I legit... Almost had a mini stroke because we spent hours two Fridays ago setting this board up perfectly, mm, mm -hmm. and it took a good solid 30 minutes for Mac and I to try something new to completely lose faith in the setup of the studio Yeah, and each other for that matter. I still believe in you, Mac. Thank you. Were you a little nervous? I know you hate tension. I'm okay. Okay. <laughs> He's a little stressed out, I could tell. A little stressed I out. I know what I did wrong, and I know not to make the same mistake. Well, we want this to be on autopilot in the long run. Speaking of autopilot, yeah. Todd Moore, you made some news uh, last week when Mike mentioned it on the Mike O'Mara show that you had your car, your Tesla Model S, drive you to work. It wasn't my car. Let me just be oh, clear. Oh, it wasn't your car? It was a loner. Oh, my, a loner. My Tesla's so old, it doesn't have enough sensors to what? do autopilot. I it. thought it was a software update. No, you have to have all these extra sensors. And of course, uh, my car doesn't have, like there's nothing in there that can turn the steering wheel, I guess. Ah, gotcha. So all of that is is in the later models, but they gave me a loaner because I was getting it serviced. And uh, so I got to try it out. And I even took everyone at, 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 my company for a drive, an autopilot drive. And Whoa. Everyone who does is just, we all just freak out. Like it's the, it's kind of freaky. Okay. So uh, put our listeners and uh, uh, here are tech 401 family in the driver's seat. What's the process and what's the science behind the technology behind it? Yeah. Um, so the first thing you do is you enable cruise control. Mm -hmm. And just like normal, you, you, you pull back on this lever and then cruise control, you set the speed. Um, once that's up and going, once you want to enable autopilot and I've determined you have to be, it has to, it would only enable itself if it can do it. And the way it does is, is always scanning, you know, it has all these sensors, but primarily it's looking at the lines on the road and that's how it determines you know, where to steer your car. So, uh, and you can actually see, it's kind of interesting. You can see it on the dashboard. It, it shows you which lines it's able to detect and see, mm -hmm. and then it'll allow you to steer it. Now, when you're, when you're going straight and ready to enable it, you just double 
double tap the same cruise control and then autopilot mode comes on ah and autopilot mode again this is and this is the thing i didn't know like i actually set a destination on the map and i, I thought it may drive me to that location <laughs> that's that's not how it works well I, that would make sense if you think about it that you're like okay this is my destination right drive me there well that would be the self-driving car yes. so autopilot um is just like it's basically cruise control with steering mm -hmm. and that's what you get um and it's very smart so if you're going along at 55 miles an hour and it sees a car in front of you it slows down um and i tested this and and it, and it worked great it was able to take me along uh the entire road all the way to where my company is and and it made it never wrecked into any cars and it kept it in the in the lane but there's times, okay, now you can't just fall asleep, mm -hmm. all right? I saw some video online today. Some kids, <laughs> like, were sleeping while it took them down the road. That's not That's recommended. Not recommended at all. And it'll beep at you when, when you need to take over if it encounters a problem. Okay. So if it, at any point, can't see the, the lines on the road. Yes. And this happens, right? Yeah. It happens a lot. Uh, so then you're really taking into account infrastructure. Right, right. Are yeah. the because not all roads are painted the same. Some lines have faded off the road, mm -hmm. uh, but it's interesting to see because you'll see that usually it, it's seeing two lines, and then sometimes one of those lines goes away, and now it's it's hugging the one line, and then if it loses that line, it it starts beeping and flashing and telling you take over. I don't know what to do. Yeah. So that warns you. Yeah, yeah. When it's when the when you're going into turns. Straight line, I guess you could make the argument that, okay, uh, as you mentioned, if you put it into some sort of cruise control, it'll go straight if you have a, a solid alignment on your car. But the adjustment to steering, do you feel the adjustments when you're either either going into a turn or even when you're driving on a straight path? Yeah, you, you can feel, it's mainly when it's turned, you can feel these slight adjustments being made. And you see the steering wheel turn. Oh, like Kit. And, and so nice. it's really Night impressive. Rider. It's a little scary, though, because the turns um, can be really scary. There, were, uh, there was a point where it came off of the interstate. Now, this was, uh, it wasn't Washington Boulevard. It was 110, right? And 110 merges on to 66 mm -hmm. okay and that part was a little scary because it started to go off the road on me and right when that happened i just grabbed the wheel and i i i took control of it yes because it looked like it was it was running off the road it wasn't <laughs> you know turning enough so um, please don't ever do that again you'll leave me here with mac <laughs> but i it's it's a point it's really cool technology i'm more blown away by the fact that Tesla is letting its customers use this technology because I could see how it, it could get pretty dangerous if you're if you're relying too much on the technology and and not making sure that when you need to take over you can. You know, it's kinda like cruise control. You wouldn't just stop paying attention because of cruise control. You're gonna slow down, you're gonna do this or that. Yeah. Um, it's the same way with the autopilot. It does the best job it can to prevent an accident and to keep you in the lane. But there are times when it just can't do it. You have to take over. Well, it's certainly, it's certainly interesting. And I wonder what the rules that are going to come down as far as governing uh, this type of technology, because you're essentially beta 
for this, right? Yeah. If you have the vehicle. Yeah. Uh, what uh, generation Tesla has these sensors? So the latest um, uh, versions have, have this. So the 70, the 85 um, of this year, maybe last year, uh, has that technology. Now, uh, this is a good segue, I guess, to the big Tesla event that occurred. Woo! Uh, they unveiled the Model 3, and what I found really shocking was it's going to include autopilot as a base option, which is mind-blowing for me. The Every man's uh, electric car or Teslas, some people are saying that the Model 3 will start at $35,000. The styling, for as far as the price is concerned, it's not necessarily a conservative vehicle, but it's also not uh, an obnoxious type of sports car. It's got style, and for the dollars, I don't know if you'll find a better electric car. Or, or to be car. fair, a better, a better car, car in general. Uh, you'll never find a better electric car, but I'd be, yeah, I would say this is going to be a serious competitor to, you know, the Lexuses and the BMWs out there because if you're going to spend 35 grand on a luxury yep. sedan, and you've got this Tesla, which, by the way, looks amazing. Really, really stylish. I think it looks better than the, the Lexus IS uh, vehicles out there. And I think that's that's who it's uh, competing against. And these, these stats are incredible. So it would be under 0 to 60 in under 6 seconds. Phenomenal. And I watched, did you watch the live stream? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like he said... That's a minimum. We're going to do everything we can. To- yeah, because there will be different models for the Model 3. There will be different options. Yes. But he wants, he clearly said, Elon clearly said, the base model, which will cost 35000 is going to blow your mind. It's not going to be like, oh, I need to get all these thousands of upgrades. It comes with autopilot. It comes with that 0 to 60 in under 6 seconds. Probably better. That's what they're going to shoot for. A 215-mile charge, that's a minimum. That's it, awesome. It, they, he may deliver more on that. Yes. And that's, that's, you know what? That's basically what I get out of my car right now. Yeah. And I paid a lot more than 35000 on that. So you can see the innovation that, that they're doing. And what blew my mind was how many people lined up for this event and reserved the car before they even saw it. They put down a thousand dollars. You know how many people did that? Yeah, I actually know uh, a family member that did, did that. I, it was funny because we were kind of make, and if I'm being honest, you were making fun of people that would go and pay a thousand dollar deposit for a car they haven't seen they yet. They haven't right? seen the car. Yes. And Apple doesn't even do that. Yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> I usually, you know what you're gonna buy. I got a text. When you get in line at Apple late Thursday night after. Um, now, I think we had to record a big Owen Dukes on Thursday, and it said, hey, I picked up a Model 3 reservation with one of my friends in Boston. And I said, well, the only guy I know that picks up a Model 3 reservation in Boston would be my brother. And my brother says, if I can't find a place to charge it, you're going to have to take it off my hands. And I said, well, probably not going to happen. I'm just buying a house. Not going to happen anytime soon. But B... Did you even know what the car was going to look like? He said, no, we were walking around Boston and we saw this big line, like a bunch of rubes and they got in that line. But is he really the rube? Because he's going to be part of that initial order that's going to be able to take advantage of the tax benefits. Right. Because this is something people aren't really talking about is that the price point for a Tesla, uh, really, you can, depending on where you are, anywhere from $10,000 to $7,500 off the sticker price Mm -hmm. and a tax uh, rebate from the government 
is available to the first 200,000 orders, and then it starts tearing down. Oh, it does? Yeah, it starts tearing down. So if you, is this a, a federal government? Yes, regulation? it's a regulation. So yeah, I got that text. Yeah, it was seventy five hundred dollars. Big win, which is great. Yes. So if you get that, you, you could the price. Is it, now wait, is the thirty five thousand off the thirty five? So you could get this for twenty eight. Yes, that's amazing. Right? Yeah. So if you ordered early and it, it well, they're already past two hundred thousand. Yeah, they're past that. They have sold. Okay, in reservations, they have sold over four billion dollars of the Model Three in what in just like a couple days. That's yeah. unbelievable. I'm I, I'm impressed. I'm blown away. There's another uh, another adjective I can't give for the vehicle itself. By the way, the other thing I really really like about yes. this car that I've never seen in any other car, the entire roof is a sheet of glass. Like this is the kind of stuff that Apple would build, right? Where they're taking the wind, the two windshields and the roof, and they're making it all just a sheet of glass. Tesla glass. That's amazing. Like it's going to feel like the roomiest car ever because the whole thing is glass. Yeah. Do you? Did you have? Have you been in the Model X? Are they in dealerships yet? The Model X, so you can go and sit down in. I think so. I haven't right? done that yet. So the videos I've watched of the Model X, and I and I, I want to. I'm really sticking with the glass theme here. The windshield for the Model X, which is the SUV of their line or crossover, the windshield crests over where you would initially have a brake and then a sunroof. You don't have a brake. It's all windshield. And the the most of the videos on YouTube now are talking about how that windshield allows them. A, a certain degree of safety when they're on the roads because you don't have a blind spot there. Right. It's pretty impressive. So if the entire roof is glass, mm -hmm. there's no blind spots. Makes you wonder though, and I'm, and, you know, like how will it do in a rollover crash? Didn't think about that. Um, but I'm, I, the one thing we do know is the Model S is the safest car ever invented and they use SpaceX bolts on it. And that's why it, like people just walk out of the most horrific accidents in those cars because they're really built with space age material. Yes. And I'm assuming that, you know, they're not going to cut any corners, maybe a little bit, but I'm, I'm assuming this car will be extremely safe and, even with a sheet of glass. And with, with, uh, as far as styling is concerned, I don't see anything that wouldn't make it to the production because this is allegedly the production side of the car. Right. Um, but, yeah, you never know. We've, we're a year away, and then you hear all these um, analysts talking about Tesla. That yes, they say they're going to give it to you in 2017. Mm -hmm. Probably going to be even laugh. Elon even, yeah. even laugh. Oh, it, we will. I'm pretty sure about. Probably going to be 2018, 2019, early 2019. Well, he, said, he said end of uh, next year. That's yes. what has been said. So that was said about the Model X, and that was delayed through two two years. Two years. It's because of those doors. <laughs> The and Falcon he, doors. Oh, he admitted that in his uh, in his presentation. He's like, "Yeah, and there are the doors." And wow, that was really difficult. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I'm excited as a fan and as an evangelist. Um, and I really through you, Todd, seeing the power of when you were when you got into the vehicle when we first looked at the car. Uh, just impressed with what this company is doing. There's a lot of people that are betting against Tesla uh, simply because. The, le the level of uh, units they need to ship in order to start competing with these big boys volume-wise. I would say that, if anything, the idea of an electric car has become a lot more uh, palpable and people understand what's going on with them because Tesla has 
really opened that marketplace back up. Yeah. Right? Well, they're killing it. I mean, they are the U.S. company right now that is going to be driving innovation for years to come. Uh, we had it with Apple and the smartphone revolution. Uh, I think we're going to see that that shift now to to transportation, and that's where a lot of the new innovations are 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 going to be made. And and it's great that you know Tesla is an American company. They do their manufacturing in America. They've got that uh, Giga battery factory in Reno. They're building. Exactly. And that's how they're going to get this Model 3 to be so cheap, uh, by building their own batteries. They're doing everything right. They're running themselves like a tech company, uh, not an auto company. And that's why they're, they're having such huge success. And people are lining up to buy these things. Because let me tell you, after riding in that, uh, the autopilot, mm-hmm. the, I, I, my mind was blown. Okay? <laughs> it sounds like fun. It's scary, but fun. Scary, I, my heart was pounding. Like it was, it was a lot of fun. It was like a roller coaster ride. You mentioned Apple uh, last week. Apple had its uh, big event, its annual event, where they released uh, a lackluster announcement of upgrades and downgrades of devices. I say downgrade because they re-released, and these are your words, Todd, the iPhone five. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, which I, which is the iPhone SE. Yeah, I don't. The, why are they calling it the SE? I don't know. But <laughs> I think that's probably smart. There's a lot of people that want the four inch screen. Uh, with the iPhone six and six S, you're dealing with a four point seven and a five point five screen. So, and then you had the option of buying the the kind of out of date iPhone five at this point. Uh, so I think it was smart. Yeah, they're they're using the same form factor as the iPhone five. The guts are, are more impressive than the iPhone. Yeah, 5, the right? guts have all been replaced. It has the uh, they added the Touch ID, which is good. Um, so and they added a better camera and they added the 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 latest processor. So it will it actually performs really really good. Uh, I believe it has the same screen, the same Retina screen as as the five did. True. Um, but all of the, all of the other stuff got updated, with the exception of the 3D Touch. Um, that that didn't get added, which I assume uh, is is the be- Force Touch, the Force Touch, the 3D Touch, whatever they're calling it. Um, that didn't make it in, and I, I guess it's just because it couldn't keep the cost low. Yeah, price low point enough. is the key here, as far as strategy is concerned for Apple. Uh, and if you think about it. You know, an iPhone wasn't necessarily being subsidized um, by the carriers, but now we looked before the show starts. For example, T-Mobile is offering zero dollars down, and you can get into an iPhone f- uh, SE for sixteen and some change a month. Right. And at that price point, that's good. You know, Todd and I were having a discussion before the show, where it said, "Do you think that's going to drive the market for more people to get into iPhones that were uh, previously probably an Android uh, user?" Or B, is that going to drive the app marketplace because more people are going to get in the iOS uh, world going to get into these phones? Yeah. But and I don't know. Um, I think this will do very well internationally. I think internationally, uh, India folks use smaller screens. They want smaller phones Uh, in this country. We kind of we kind of went a little nuts with our with our screen sizes. (laughs) You know, starting with the Samsung Note, right? Everyone's like, really? You're going to carry that giant thing? And then the whole industry in this country went that way. Yeah. And I think I think we're seeing a little people are like, well, I, I kind of like my my iPhone uh, 6 with the 5.5. Plus. 
I just couldn't imagine any bigger. That is as big. And you've got big hands. <laughs> that I there's no way like that is definitely the size limit that it should be. And you look at, I guess Nexus, the Nexus Six. Mm-hmm. Um, is that a six inch screen? I'm not even sure. Oh, we have to look at. You have both of them in your pot. There you I mean, go. They, they look the same. Right? Yeah, they look They're, the same. They look fair. The same. So that's about as big as you can go. I uh, yeah. Well, I'll give you. You know, uh, just by uh, coincidence here, I have I have the six because I think I couldn't go six plus. There is screen envy with six plus, especially when you're trying to do something that's uh, not mobile based on your phone. But then my six uh, was shattered this past Saturday. Uh, as I was making my way to class, and I had to find my five. Your old five? My old five. So I went back to the five, and I said, well, this is a lot less intrusive. It felt, it on felt my- like a toy, though. Yeah, it felt like a toy, but I like the idea that it's not like in your face at all times. Yeah. Now, if I didn't have failing eyesight at age 38, this could totally work for me, right? Yeah. If I could get the LASIK and I'm good to go with 2020, I'm okay with the smaller phone, but it, it just simply doesn't work for me right now. It just doesn't. You don't like it. I don't like you it. You want to go back to your six. I want to go back to my six. And yeah. Apple Care will take care of that this evening. And just to clarify, the Nexus 6 is almost six inches. Almost. Almost. So it is bigger than the iPhone 6, but you can see like the form factor. It's, almost it's huge. Like, it's identical. So. There you Both go. good. Um, yeah, so you had the iPhone SE at their announcement, the iPad Pro Mini. That's my what I'm calling it. It's simply just a smaller uh, form factor of the iPad, uh, iPad Pro original, which is 12 plus inches, and this the new iPad Pro is nine plus uh, 9.7 inches. Mm-hmm. Um, we have an iPad Pro that we work our board off of now, the larger version, uh, and. Depending on what you're going to use it for, the reason why I went with the larger version is because the software we use will allow us to sh- to display uh, t- 10 tracks instead of 8 tracks. Mm-hmm. And the two extra slots were important for the operation of the studio, as long as we didn't break it before the show started. And I said, okay, it works, but it's just an iPad. Yeah. It's not game-changing. It's just um, not. Well, it's, I think it's mostly for people that want the pencil to use the I've pencil. Ne- I, do you know one person that has the pencil? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I've used the pencil. Do you like it? Yeah, it's nice. No! If I was a graphic artist, I would be all over it. Yeah, but do you use it outside of... What do you use it for? Well, I don't use it. See, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't need it. So it's more of an enterprise play. I'd say hospitals Hospitals, would definitely use it, graphic artists. So it's it's a little niche. I think it's a little bit niche. But there's a lot of folks that don't want laptops. They want to uh, more of like a Microsoft Surface solution, and that's what the Pro can offer is you can attach a physical mm. keyboard to it. I never thought about um, that. So they're kind of competing with the Surface. and Price know, point, though. Jeez. I don't think it's going to be like a huge business unit, mm. you know, for them. You know, the Apple's going to continue making all of its money from from its iPhones. That's... How it is. How's the Apple Watch doing in your world? Your app world? <laughs> I think it's doing horribly. Yeah? Yeah. I don't think anybody... I mean, I'm just asking you because you've yeah. went out of your way to port some big titles yeah. to the Apple Watch. I wear my Apple Watch still. You do? Uh, I don't use or peruse the App Store nearly as much as I thought I would. Right. Uh, and it's... I mean, it's okay. It's I, don't for, re- I don't regret what it does. It tells me to stand up so I get yeah, good circulation once yeah. an hour. It's good for uh, you know people that work out, go to the gym, they want to track their progress. 
it's a really great device for that. Yes. Uh, outside of that, outside of fitness, I don't really, I don't, I don't think it's a compelling product. Do you see um, downloads coming through the store for? Hmm. I don't even know if I can track that to be honest on the watch now because I added it to White Noise and White Noise Pro. You can control uh, the playback of each sound through your watch. Mm -hmm. it's, it's really stupid, but all I wanted was that icon in the store that says "works with Apple." Watch. Yes, yes, you know, that's it. An added value. I doubt anybody uses it. <laughs> Yeah. I'm sure there's a way to track that. I was kind of hoping like Apple would be like, oh, we're let's gonna, feature this. We're going to feature him. Thank you for saying they never did. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I downloaded it. It does work on my phone. Uh, I remember watch via the watch. Uh, yeah. The refresh is also as far as Apple is concerned. They didn't give you a new case, but they gave you new options for bands and customizing your bands. Right. Which I thought was, eh, they just need to move more of these. Yeah, so this this whole thing, I didn't even watch it. Like I, I didn't remember even, when we used to watch you, it. Yes, we'd go to your house and stream it. Oh yeah, it was like an event. But we'd put it up on the big screen. The big screen, yeah. It'd be a party. Yeah. Now didn't even watch it. Don't even care. <laughs> care less. But I was there at eleven thirty p.m. watching for Tesla. For, yeah, the Tesla. Event. I didn't even know anybody was getting them until my brother told me, and I was like, "Oh my god, what does it look like?" He goes, "We don't know yet." Eight thirty p.m. <laughs> yeah, there was no. I don't think there was any leaks. West on the, Coast on the internet. They did a good job keeping it secret. What it looked like. What what type of presentation? And most of our listeners, I hope would hope I've seen this yet. Was he in like uh, on a green screen for a little bit? Elon Musk. Uh, it looked like no, it was like a three D effect to all the cars that were behind him. Mm. Or was it just a big screen? Um, At the very beginning, the way that he was walking on the screen and the cars were almost on the side of him. Yeah. I said, how are they doing that? I thought, it was, I thought it was a hologram for two seconds. Well, I think it was part video. There was like a big video behind him. Yes. Until they rolled the real cars out. The way, I just thought so it was yeah, interesting. It was, it, there, it was a giant screen. Man. Behind him. Super cool. What do you think of his presentation? Uh, it's funny because... I was so excited to see the Model X, which I, again, stream live. Uh, and then when I saw the Model 3 come out, I felt like it wasn't as grand as the Model X mm. presentation. Um, I thought it was quick and to the point. Uh, it wasn't as exciting. He, he was, I guess he wasn't selling as much as he's been sold in the past. What'd you yeah, think? I don't know. I I feel like he was nervous. It was when he delivered his presentation. You know, it was it was far from a Steve Jobs type delivery, which this should have been. This okay. was a big big deal. This was an iPhone being like this was the first iPhone being released. Yeah, right. Like that's how big. But wait, this was yeah. One more thing. He did have shaky voice. But a little had, shaky he voice had shaky here and there. Voice. He seemed nervous and. But the the thing about it was it was like such such a good product. Like he didn't even really have to say anything. He, he could have just got up and said, "Here it is." Yeah. You know? Or uh, a little more Henry Ford, where this car is going to revolutionize. But the I think auto he industry. started it off, you know, going talking about climate change, global warming, yeah. and showing some pretty compelling stats how we really need to cut emissions. And uh, reduce our carbon footprint. Yeah. And that, that was a good way to start it. And then, you know, by making a $35,000 car, mm -hmm. you know, that's that's how he wants to, to fix the problem. That looks cool. 
that looks and I don't know why it's no appealing. one can do how come nobody can make a cool looking <laughs> EV car except for Tesla like that just has always blown my mind well so there are experts out there that said because the car is so good looking at $35,000 that if just you sell like hotcakes if, well, but, if, but if you were thinking of getting into a Model X or a Model S now is the time because there's going to be something called price creep because they're going to have to they're going to have to increase the price of the current models and they're going to probably take some of the versions off the market because they're going to have to have certain uh, levels of vehicle that's going to really target different consumers, right? So if you're at a 35,000 fully loaded, let's say you're at $50,000, at that point you're like, oh, I could probably just get into a Tesla Model S for 65, 75, why not make the leap? Mm -hmm. So you want to make the leap a little, a little th that gap a little higher so you don't cannibalize each other's products what are you what are you saying in terms of the price for the s so the think about the s right now do they yeah. offer the 60 watt one now i think it starts at the 70 okay so but a, but at one point they had a 60 watt one right yeah that's the one i bought yes. at one point they had a 45 watt. oh i didn't know that yeah okay so i wasn't aware but the 60 watt is gone yeah, they got rid of the 60. Yeah, it's gone for a reason. And then, and then now it's the 70. Yeah, so now the 70 will probably roll off is what experts are saying, the lowest tier, because the lowest tier is too close to the highest tier Model 3 fully loaded. They are questioning the cannibalization factor of that. So they'll probably just offer an 80, and then even for the Model X, most people are buying 80s. They're not buying the 70 Model X. Mm -hmm. So if the most, most, most of your customers are buying the higher end Model X, then why would you continue making a certain level, especially when you have a third product coming into your product cycle that's going to compete for certain dollars? Well, I think, you know, I mean, right now, the low end Model S uh, base price is 70,000. Mm -hmm. And that's for the 70. And then they offer the 70D and that's all wheel drive. Yes. So you get two motors, a little bit better performance. They have the 85, the 85D. And I think there's like one supermodel. So either you the raise P, the prices the of you raise the prices. Well, I think they're going to lower. Like I think what they ultimately want to do mm -hmm. is to bring down the cost of the S and the X. And they already have like this is a wide range. Look at the range. Like it starts at seventy and goes to one hundred five. Yes. So you have, uh, what, $35,000 a gap. Worth, worth of upgrade yes. options. Maybe even more. I'm just pulling that off of the Wikipedia. Yes. But so that's that's a pretty big range. And I, and I think that the, what they want to do is they want to bring down the base. And they will because the three, you know, is... If they it's can 35. Build it, if they can build it for... Th and they can't... Today, they couldn't do it. No. They could not build that 35 without the gigabyte, for 35. Gigabyte, or gig, was it gigawatt batteries. Yeah. yeah. With, without their new factory giga to factory. build the gigafactory. Giga yes. And they said that. They're like, the only reason we're able to pull this off is because of all you guys who bought the Model they S. Thank you. They thank yeah, they you. thanked yes. us for buying it, for paving the way, for giving them you know, the money... Uh, in order to buy this gigawatt mm -hmm. plant, the gigafactory, and that is what's going to do it. They are going to lower the cost of batteries, which right now that's the most expensive thing in the car is the batteries. And as a current owner in the long run, if you don't have that sweet deal where they'll swap out the batteries, if they fail within 10 years, the lower price battery benefits everybody. 
Oh, it's, it's, I think it's going to be across the line. Okay. So I think what you're going to see is maybe the Model S will come down to maybe the $60,000 range. Okay. And, and so, yeah, you'll have the 35, you'll have the 60. And then the X will be the high line. And then the X, and then they're going to make a supercar after the, the three series, they've said. That's interesting. So, well, look, either, either way, we have options. We have better options. Uh, and the. Well, I tell you, I look at this, I look at the three. And I go, the three's better than the car I have. Way better. Oh, I don't think it's, it's way got, better. It's got a little bit more range. It has the it's autopilot. It's smaller, though. Yeah, it's a little smaller. By the way, the S is big. I can barely get it into a one-car garage. It's very <laughs> wide. Mean, it's, it's wide, yeah. It's very wide. Yes. It's very long. Yeah, it's long and wide. So it's a big car. Yeah. Much bigger than any car I've like, So for the I've city, driven. you think a three would be a better play? I think a three is a great. In, in the plus, the, the, the fact that it's a one, the roof is all glass, it's going to feel like a big car, even though it's a small car. It'll be fun. Uh, let's 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 talk about, and, and this is something we're talking about in uh, business school, but the culture that they've built around their customers. The You say it's the new Apple, but it, but it's a car company. How did we get so involved in, and become so in love with this car company? Yeah, because they're not a car company. Is it because they're a software they're company? A te- yeah, they're a software company. They're, I'm still blown away that I get constant updates to my car. And I get new features all the time. Mm-hmm. All the time. What car gives you <laughs> new features without paying thousands of dollars for upgrades? So you true. get it for free. It's so true. So they're closer to a, to a smartphone company than they are to a car company. They're certainly valued that way as far as their stock price is concerned. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, speaking of excitement, and we'll jump into this and then apps of the week. Uh, we talked about virtual reality reality last week. And as of this week, it looks like some of the Oculus Rift uh, units are shipping to the customers, but not all of them. And a lot of their <laughs> customers are going to Twitter and uh, going on Reddit, and they're a bit concerned and disappointed. I heard that the first delivery of the Oculus Rift was to a customer in Alaska. I don't know where I heard this. And they, they flew it to him. But when they got there, he didn't have a PC capable of even running this thing. <laughs> that's the key. Nobody's talking yeah. about that. Oh, and, and that's big. And so what's, what VR is doing is it's giving new life to the graphic card manufacturers. And so I ordered the HTC Vive Going well. I mean, I have this five thousand dollar Mac Pro on my desk. Yes, clearly it'll be able to handle that. I can run four three a four 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 K monitors off right. of this PC. Right, and then and then the um, the off this Mac. Yes, the head of Oculus came out and said, "No, there's no Mac that can run VR." Why? Like, because it's so demanding. The graphics cards. Uh, you have you have to be able to do like ninety frames a second. So most of the these graphics cards on the market are just doing the standard sixty frames a second. Go ahead, Mac. Like uh, Oculus, I know they came out with like the minimum requirement of graphics card, and it's the Nvidia GTX nine twenty, which is like one. No, step... that was the nine seventy. It might be the nine seventy. Yeah. That's, that's what pretty I just much ordered. the top of the line three hundred plus dollar for the card, card. Yes. just for the card. Oh. It's a three hundred dollar card. Yeah. Um, and so I. That's heartbreaking. So last week I, I realized I can't use my Mac Pro. Yeah. I can't use this five thousand dollar trash can that I bought. <laughs> I 
two years ago. Trash can, and then and then the CEO of Oculus came out and slammed Apple, and he says, "We'll support Apple as soon as they make a good computer." Whoa! And I'm like, "Whoa, that was that was not." You know what? He's right because Apple never has focused on graphics. They focus, yeah, but that 4K resolution. Am I talking about two different things then? No, you're 4K. Yeah, it can handle 4K. I'm running a 4K monitor. Yes, on my current desktop computer. Mm-hmm. Uh, that can't run VR. It's <gasps> not fast enough. Yeah, it's not just the 4K. It's also frame rate. It's also it's mainly uh, the frame. Rate. Uh, okay, VSync and all yeah. all that type of stuff. So that goes through the graphics. Well, your solution is. So I bought a new PC. Is it a card or a PC? I bought no. I you can't upgrade that Mac. Yes, I don't think you can. Um, so I went and I bought an. Uh, I just ordered an Alienware <gasps> PC because I love the Alienware. Yes, I've always been a huge fan of Alienware, and I had all these people on, on Facebook going, "Why don't you just build your own? You're an idiot." And I'm like, <laughs> "No, I'm not. I've done that." Okay? You also don't have time for that. that. Who's yeah. got time? I don't have time for that. Yes. I've done it. I can do it. I could do it. <laughs> All right, I'm not gonna do it. I don't have that kind of time. So you can't just say I'm gonna knock off a weekend to yeah, build this thing. And I could, but I wouldn't enjoy it. I don't enjoy not it. Anymore, like I not anymore. Not anymore. I used to enjoy that stuff. I'm editing audio now for the first time in four years. <laughs> do you enjoy that? No. And I sat here and I said, Why would I ever want to do this? Why would I ever want to do this? Yeah. And I used to love ever it. Again. I used to love it. I used to love yeah. dorking out in front of uh, Adobe and being like, Oh, I'm gonna make oh. this sound great. I used to love it too, and then I made the app white noise, <laughs> and which required a lot of audio editing yes, yes. And to get it right because it's not easy. It's not easy to get it right. So you buy an Alienware machine. Yeah. Do you have to buy the card separately, or can no, you just no, order no, that no. card so with the machine? Oculus has come out with their recommended guidelines, and I know I'm I'm buying the HTC Vive. Yes. But I want to make sure it can run Oculus cross platform. So I may end up getting support. an Oculus because I want to support them as well. Yes. Um, if this VR thing really takes off, but, and I mean, I, I know it's taking off consumer wise. I yes. mean, as, could you really build a business around VR? That's the big question. Yeah. I don't know if you can, because honestly, we're, this, we're, we're too early in right now. The fact that I had to go and spend $800 mm-hmm. on the Vive, and then I, now I've got to spend, and I spent, I don't know, $1,600 on an Alienware computer. Yes. But then I didn't stop there. Like, because- They're $2,400. My monitor, I want it, I want the G-Sync, right? What's, Mac, G- what's just G-Sync? Talk, Mac, you just mentioned that, right? A V-Sync. What's V-Sync? V-Sync is uh, when the refresh rate is different from the monitor. So sometimes there's something called screen tearing where the top is a little bit faster than the bottom. Oh. So you actually see like a vertical line and that can completely screw everything up. Yes. So, I mean, you need... So you gotta, some, you have to upgrade games. your monitor. So I, I ended up buying like a brand new monitor and it's called G-Sync for the NVIDIA okay. card. 4K? Okay. Um, well, yeah, it handles 4K. Oh, But wow. that's not the big issue. But 4K is easy. Yeah. For the most part. Okay. All right. But the the hard part is, yeah, the monitor. So, and I haven't looked too much in this, but G-Sync will, will, will be able to go at ni- even, I think, greater than 90 frames a second. Wow. You need to have that 90 frames a second. So, um, I think it even does 144 hertz. Mm-hmm. And so, that I had to buy a new monitor um, for this. So, we're at 2400 What was the monitor? The monitor was like $700. Okay. For, so you're at thirty one hundred dollars. Yeah. Yes. And I think I'm at kind of the bare configuration for VR. 
Okay. So it is. It's just to get in the game. You're at thirty one. Just to get in at the lowest. I wouldn't say the lowest possible price. I would say say it's medium. Say it's average. Let's just say it's average. It's a good computer. I wanted sixteen gigs of RAM. I wanted an SSD hard drive. Those are extra. Yeah. Okay. So, but you look at how much I paid for the Mac Pro compared to what I'm. Like it can't even run VR. Yes. Whereas you can spend fifteen hundred dollars for a Dell and run VR. Yes. So definitely the P- the PC market's always been cheaper than Mac. Mac. So, yeah. There's also one other option that came out uh, that was released. Well, it's it's soon to be released. They announced it. PlayStation VR. Yes. Four hundred dollars. And and so that's they're doing a refresh of the PS4, right? They are making a new. Uh, they're coming out with a new hardware for the PS4. You d- uh, is that required for the no, VR? Not uh, it doesn't specifically say, but it's it, indications say no. The PS VR, PS PlayStation uh, virtual reality is the poor man's virtual reality, though. No. Well, it's as far as it's not better than Oculus. The guy that from PlayStation came out and said Oculus is better. Yes, because yes. you would have to get the huge graphics card. Yeah, but we're that. talking about the experience. The experience is still similar. Very good. Yeah. And to be honest, uh, one of the good things about the PSVR, it's come, it's already far beyond any of the other uh, VR headsets in terms of number of games that will be coming out first year. So it already has 50 games lined up by the end of the year. See, when I think about VR, and again, it's probably just because I'm older and I'm not gaming nearly as much as I used to as a kid, is or a younger man. Jesus, I don't, I don't think I ever stopped gaming. I have an Xbox One. Uh, is I don't think about the gaming aspects of it. I think of the experience watching movies, uh, sitting around and um, vir- uh, virtually building um, instead of 3D, ma- almost mapping out something with your hands and building it virtually or, or pulling in what we always thought was going to be the minority report as you're actually working different problems out. That's not going to happen. Because you have your own individual home, so that whole thing where you're walking around, you can't really do that. He, he did that. Todd he did, did that. Yes, he had Sundance. to go somewhere specifically yeah, to do that. That's not that, something for your home on system. your computer. Yeah. You're going to sit on your computer, use your mouse and keyboard, and look around. So it's just for games and adult videos? Pretty much. That's oh, what it's that'll being made for. The, I mean, it could be used for the whole experience where you walk around and everything, but it's being made for games. Four gamers. Four games. Do you have a game that you do? You have to buy a specific game, Todd. Uh, it comes with like the job simulator. <laughs> so I posted on Facebook. I can't wait to get my VR and escape reality for a little bit and go to work. <laughs> Are you kidding? Serious? Yeah, it's a job. Like I can make hot dogs. Like I don't know what that's like, but now I will. Like, how do you like run a convenience store? And like you're, you're like you have to put the like, ketchup on the hot dog. Yeah, I mean, it's I, it looks fun. One of the cool games I saw that was coming out for <laughs> Oculus Rift is Forza. Forza oh, coming, Forza would be cool would if you could amazing. drive. Yeah, oh, Forza on Xbox One is so not Xbox One. No, I'm saying, but if you could take that, that's good already. For PC. Okay, for, oh, you PC gamers, I it never got into it. You can't do use a VR on Xbox One. You have to use the PC. Okay. Yeah. I get that. But is it just for PC games? You're telling me about so PlayStation has their VR, Oculus first have has theirs. What's going to be the standard standardized version? We've got specs here with a $3100 buy-in. What are we going to see people doing? Is is, is there going to be a Halo game that I can run around with in 3 years that, with a headset on and No. No. Because it's Halo recently announced not coming to uh, PC. 
Okay, so it's got to be a P- it's got to be in the PC family. Yes. All right. Or PlayStation. And we're too early. Yeah, like me buying all this stuff now. Yeah. That, like is she probably a huge mistake? That's why like, I, was, I wouldn't recommend. I, I don't. Anyone you listening? You have good instincts. I don't recommend. I, I don't. Google Glass. Buying VR right that's now. That's why I was saying last uh, episode that it, I don't think twenty sixteen is going to be the year of VR yet because well, I think it's going to take some time for costs to come down. Yeah. And more games. to I think come next out. next year it's will be in full swing. Okay. And I think prices. It's kind of like the four K monitors. Like prices will drop. You know, they keep dropping yeah. on that. And yeah, so- I saw the Sony thin, super thin TV uh, that was $10,000 last year. Now is at five and some change. Still too expensive for yeah. my taste. But 5000 Blown away. Nice. Blown away. Mm-hmm. I saw an 85-inch television for less than $3,000 on Amazon. And basically, that's what we need uh, in these VR headsets. We need like 4K in each eye. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like that would... That, I mean... Because you can, you just know you're like kind of staring at a, a screen. What we really want is for it to be like real life, you know? Like you couldn't tell the difference between taking the thing off and putting it back on. Could you put the headset on as just, let's say, um, a brand extension for what you're doing right now with white noise? Could it be some sort of headset that shows you the rain, you know, you don't feel the. Yeah. The, and I'm, you could, I'm going to do that. Right? Yeah, yeah. That'd I'm be gonna, cool. I'm going to have a white noise VR. Yes. Yeah, because none of my video games make any money. So I might as well like <laughs> try to focus, focus building, on building the, yeah. on the empire. I'm just going to build on white noise yeah. going forward. Yeah, but I could see that being peaceful. And yeah, imagine if I could teleport you to a beach yes. without ever leaving your home. Thank you. Right? Yes. Yeah. That's what I want to do. That would be cool. Like you want to you want to enjoy a, a nice warm campfire. Yeah. Like well, who wants to drive 2 hours to Shenandoah? Yeah, I can bring that to you. That experience. That experience. See, that, that's look, what I want to do. Brainstorming. We're doing a show. No, we're brainstorming. You're welcome. And you could also <laughs> get the whole reality package with the new Google VR uh Google cardboard plastic. What's that about? That? No. no. It was their April Fool's joke where they just put a plastic <laughs> headset on their face and everybody's experiencing oh, no. actual VR. I, I, I look, I'm into April Fool's sometimes. Google is so into it. But as yeah. of late, they, I mean, the, the mic drop. The mic drop was a huge problem. So annoying. I was online with Shannon and she said, what's this mic drop? And she hit it and it was over. Yeah. The conversation was over. It automatically unsubscribes you from the conversation, and they replace the send and archive button. So it screwed so many businesses yeah. up because all of a sudden they're just unlinked to all their chain emails. I didn't even hear about this yeah. mic drop yeah. thing. So on April Fool's, because I was working with her, I was at the bunker in Manassas, Virginia, after midnight because I was I had a quiz to submit by midnight. This is my life. And I said, hey, I'm coming home. So I, I saw that she was online, and I uh, G-chatted her. And we were having a video conversation. She goes, oh, I, there's like a mic drop button. I said, oh, okay, try it. She was gone. I had to mm. call her on the phone. I said, I don't even know yeah. how to get you back up on my screen here. Right. Yeah. So it, it was just kind of a joke. Like, it sends a gift. You're on a mic drop. It sends a, a, a gift. Does it show of, a mic drop? Yeah. Like yes, it shows a minion. The yeah. minion. Like the minions. The yellow minions dropping the mic, and then it unsubscribes them from it, so you can't talk to them anymore. Okay. And Can you imagine being on a job interview and mic dropping? That, that happened to somebody. Yeah, because I think it's awesome. Because some people, have, <laughs> some people habitually press the. No, send well, don't be archive. pushing buttons if you don't know what they do. Yeah, 
but I mean, it was replaced. Repl- it's that simple. You're gonna just like push a new button. It replaced an old button, though. That's the problem. Oh, it did. It replaced yes. the send an archive, which some people hit uh, instinctively. Uh, so people who wanted to send an archive, they would hit that, and all of a sudden, it just unsubscribed them. So when I, when I logged into the Google Play Store, like the developer console. Mm-hmm. The big thing I saw was now I could submit my app to be tested in space. Oh. And there was all these astronauts you could pick that would help you, like, test it. Like, they go all out, you know? Yeah, and they really vision. Hmm? Snoopavision. What's no. Snoopavision? Uh, all your uh, videos on YouTube can be reviewed by Snoop Dogg. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, I just it was a little overwhelming this year from Google. Yeah. yeah. All right. It always is. Speaking of overwhelming, time for apps of the week. Right. Tomo. Be- before we get to yes. that, I just want to say, stay tuned uh, oh, yeah. after the show. We are going to review all the promos that uh, the, the our listeners have have created, and and since we're too we're too lazy to create our not own promos, lazy, busy, too busy, sure. <laughs> and so they've created how many promos did. did do they have? Do we uh, well, have? Mr. Rob Spiewak from the Michael Mara Show has sent me one, two, three, four, nine, ten. Oh, there's ten? Oh, people have been sending them in. We don't have that kind of time. No, we'll pick the top three. Each. Top okay. three. Top You're three. going to pick the top three. Top three. We'll, may, we'll just save a few for the other shows. Absolutely. I think so the, after the show, there's the after party, and that's when you'll yeah. hear these promos. So stay after we roll the credits. Stay yes. tuned. We'll have a little bonus segment. Um, okay. Are we going to get to the apps of the week apps now? Apps of the week. I have a really good one. Okay, so then I will go first. Uh, full disclosure right now, um, I am uh, running the Tracker uh, app, which is T-R-A-K-R, uh, capital R. And where are my keys? Here you go. So Didn't I already do that one? Tracker? Yeah, I did. What does Tracker do? It's where you, you get the little, put, put it on your keychain. You, know, you have you, this? Yeah, I had it like last year. No. I talked to the CEO at uh, CES. He came on as an advertiser on the Michael Mayer show. Did he really? That's how I know about it. The surfer guy. I brought that up. That was the guy? That he was the surfer guy that lost his keys on the beach. Yes. Yeah. I didn't know you had this. I broke that story so long ago. I'm sorry, man. I didn't so get long. into the and tech. I even brought it up on the Michael Mayer show when I called in from yeah. CES. Yeah. And now they're on here. Did you plant that bug? Yeah, maybe. Oh my god! I really—I I I told how, the guy I, I was going to bring him us. on. I don't know how they found us. I really don't know. It was out of the blue. Yeah. So well, I talked to him. I said I have a tech podcast, but uh, Mike has it. Rob has it. Yeah. yeah I have nice. Carla. I put one on Shannon. My mom's keys. Mm-hmm. This look. Just, I'll give you a refresher uh, for those two people there or one person. Or they sent me a new show. one free of charge. Really? Yeah. An update. They sent me a new one. Said, "Hey, your battery's probably dead. Here's a new one." I was uh, like, "Okay." This is huge. Yeah. Um, well, did you demo it on the show? No, no. Okay. So, uh, ideally, you hit a button. This is what's interesting about this one little fob you put on your phone is you can always use Find My Phone or use your Apple Watch if you have one to find your phone. But the tracker, when installed properly onto your phone, which is super easy, um, when you hit the button on the tracker, it actually wakes your phone up, even if it's in silent mode, and starts making a sound, beeping. So, you can both find your keys and your phone or whatever you have your tracker attached to by simply pushing a button, oh. which I can't do now because my phone is cracked yeah. and it's not installed. It's not but that would be my app of the week. Very Tracker. Good. Um, back from uh, back at it again from 2015. Very good. Yes. Very good. What do you have? Uh, this is it's kind of a silly app, but done really, really well. It's really funny. Mm. It's called Chomp. Chomp. 
Chomp. And if you can get it before uh, next Thursday, you can get it for free yes. on, on the App Store. Uh, so it's, what is Chomp? So it, C-H-O-M-P? Yep, that's All it. Right. So it has, um, it basically uses the selfie camera. Okay. And it puts your face into these little animations. These little <laughs> cartoon animations. It's kind of like the, the jib jab. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. But it's real time. Okay. So as soon as you launch it, you know, you're able to see... It, it can put yourself into like funny little videos and then, and you can actually like record your audio and your video. So here's one I did. I'm going to show you ready. So this was like, this is one I think is the coolest. Okay. It's putting me in a newsroom, right? That's the animation. You can see it. Yeah, puts I see my it. face in there. Pretty cool. And. This is Todd <laughs> 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 so. Look at it. I love the animation when I throw the paper. That's really smooth and cool. Yeah, and you can record all it has like. Did it give you a script? No, no, you just record whatever you want. Oh, that's like it, cool. Originally, I was just doing the photos. Yeah. You know, like you could put your face in. Oh, all that is so funny. Photos. <laughs> Free? Well, it's free this week. Okay, cool. I don't know how much it costs regularly. But um, man, I wasted a good hour. Just playing around with it, creating videos. It's funny. That's interesting, man. I never saw that before. Maybe I'll do th- maybe I'll cheer up Shannon today as she's hungover. Oh uh, nice. <laughs> with, with Chomp. Yeah, Chomp is a great hangover <laughs> helper. Yeah, when you're laying on the couch. Yeah, oh, it's definitely lay on the couch kind of app. <laughs> awesome. All right. Um, Mac, uh, I see it's time's almost up, but I think we have. Let me double check here. What's your app of the week? My app this week is uh, called Prune. Oh, actually, because uh, we're going to do that after what, party. We don't why? have time. Yeah. So I appreciate it, man. Yeah, we, it. And Todd's got a haircut. He's going to get to. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> no problem. Thanks. Next time, Mac, Next because time? we got to get to the after party. Okay. Um, do I you have it. anything to plug outside of? Oh. This is pretty big. I saw yeah. it yesterday. I so, saw a sneak peek. I just released uh, my new podcast puzzle game xxi 21 puzzle game is what it's called xxi and it's available on uh the apple app store mm-hmm. and the google play featured store. on uh, it's featured on the google play store can you believe it? mac you're a big fan i love it i'm on level what was it like 144 mm-hmm. yeah and i've been playing it for hours really I, i'm starting to find the patterns but it, it it's i'm now at a point where it's getting pretty difficult yeah it gets tough it gets like, tough the first 50 levels is pretty easy yeah I, it, I was starting to see the patterns then all of a sudden went to four by four and yeah a, a whole new game yeah like a lot of people don't even look at the numbers they just can figure out the, the pattern to the originally colors. originally that was but not anymore yeah now you gotta focus yeah it's a fun game it isn't is fun. it nice that he's playing your games yeah. for hours i think that's great yeah nice it's a, yeah. It's a good game yeah yeah i wish everyone <laughs> would think what are you number six game. in the um, leaderboard last i checked i was number six on the leaderboard oh wow good for you yeah well our beta testers some of them got to 200 so there's 200 levels. Yeah, you, got, you have yeah. some more work to yeah, do. Yeah, I saw there was two people do. at level 200. XXI, yeah. get it, it today. Uh, just uh, I just got the Twitter, at Oscar Radio. I'm starting to tweet. Uh, it was Tweet Sundays. Now it's Tweet Wednesdays and Sundays as the schedules uh, lighten up at school. Just a little bit. Right. I'll be back in July. All right, at Oscar Radio, stay for, uh, tuned for the after party. Yep, stay tuned for the after party. That's it for this show. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Ciao, ciao. This is the sound. This is Tech 411. The preceding program was brought to you by More Broadcasting. 
For more information, visit us at morebroadcasting.com. All right. After party. After party time. Yeah. Okay. So we have dealer's choice here. We're going to just throw three of these together. Okay. Um, have you heard the Kathleen Turner promo? No. All right. Let's see what this says here. And I, you know what I love about our, uh, the, the wonderful listeners uh, of this program is that they really get what we're talking about here. And here is Kathleen Turner for Tech 411. Okay, great. Tech 411. Good morning. Oh, Kathleen Turner. Speaking of elderly, great to see you. I was just uh, spreading the word about Tech 411. Good. Your hosts with the most, Todd Moore. What a heartbreaker. Well, yeah, I guess he is a fine-looking man. Um, Todd Moore and Oscar Santana. He can be difficult. Yeah, that's what I hear. Let's let that one go. But anyway, they'll bring you the latest news in technology, like the newest smartphone apps. But it's not interesting to me. Uh, sorry. All the newest gadgets, like the iPhone 6. And the idiots put money in that. And review the <laughs> products and services you need to know about. I would definitely slip my throat. Just turn it, give it a chance. They'll make it simple enough even for you to understand. Yeah, right. It hits the web sometime in the middle of the week. And you can subscribe through iTunes or add the RSS feed to your favorite podcast player at tech411.com or on the Tech 411 app. I know I would. It's Tech 411 <laughs> with Todd Moore and Oscar Santana. And it's only from Mike O'Mara Radio Entertainment. Now, was that so bad? It's lovely. Lovely work. Thank you. Now, get the heck out of here so we can get back to the show. You son of a... And shut the door before Larry gets in. Oh, no. I miss putting my finger in a hole and making that sweeping circular motion. Brump, brump. Ugh, Larry, gross. <laughs> wow. Very good. That's, That's solid production. How did he get Kathleen Turner on that? Uh, there That's some, amazing. There were some drops that uh, Rob had been playing, and he just put that together. Again, I have a name. Uh, Mike Pollock did oh. that for us. Good job, so, did Mike. You like, did you like... I like that one a lot. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. I think that... Um, I think that Rob should play that more often now. Lately, he's got like two guys he goes to, but yeah. he hasn't played that in some time. So let's try this next one. Here we go here. And it's the gingerbread man. I can't keep up with technology anymore. Tell me where I can get tech news or I'll... Not the buttons. Not the gumdrop buttons. Okay. Where can I find everything to know about technology? Okay. I'll tell you. Do you know Oscar Santana? Oscar Santana? Who, who works on the Michael Mara show? Yes. He hosts a podcast with his friend, Todd Moore. They talk about technology news, trends, and popular apps. <laughs> it's called Tech 411. Tech 411. Hmm. Where can I find it? Oh, uh, you can download it on the TMOS app iTunes, or go directly to tech411show.com. I must download it. <laughs> Sir, we have captured Mac the intern. Well, what are you waiting for? Bring him in. All right. That was so dramatic. Yeah, it was good. I liked it. Uh, I think Tech 411 Kathleen Turner might be the better play, but it's something new. You can't go wrong yeah, there. I haven't heard that one. Yeah, he hasn't played that. You know what's funny is that I called Rob before the program and said, hey, Rob, why don't you just send us what you have? He sent all of them. He's been holding some at bay. Oh, so we're breaking these. Yeah, yeah these, like, are, these are, they're breaking. <laughs> breaking news. Uh, why do you think he, hold them, he held them at bay? Because they were good. I think because, mm. were they long? He, he's picky. Yeah. Well, that was, did you yeah. like that? Which one did you like better? Well, I like the first one. I think okay, you didn't like the gingerbread one? one? No, it was good. I liked it. I like them both. I mean, the fact that people are making them is pretty yeah. crazy, right? I think it yeah, is. Yeah, but the gingerbread one was a little long. Okay. 
I do think that factors in. But I don't know. I still think it was good enough. Here's Tony. We'll figure this out and see if you like this. Hi, I'm Tony Perkins. Hi, I'm Gary Stein. You know, Gary, if you want the latest information about the latest technology, there's only one place to go. Wikipedia? No, Tech 411. (laughs) (laughs) Santana and Todd Moore. Never heard of it. Oh, they're both very lonely, sad guys Mm -hmm. who are very into tech, and uh, they want to share that with the world. I didn't know they had a podcast. Yes, they do. It's right here as part of the Moore Broadcasting Network. Who? For more information, visit us at Moore Broadcasting. Wow. See? I had no idea. Yeah, Mr. Tony Perkins from Fox 5. Thank you, Tony. What a compliment. Okay, so those are three. Do you want to go for more or do you want to save them for next time? Let's see how much time we have. I've got another five minutes. Let's do another one. Okay, another one. The dealer wants another one. Let's go to a new promo here. Uh, And this is different. This is voices, a guy doing voices, all right? Mm -hmm. Tell me what you think about this guy, Mike Bruner. What in the hell? Damn it. Hey, Billy Bub, what is wrong? My phone just died. I had it for years. <laughs> what kind of phone was it? It's one of them Nokia models I got back in 2000. I almost beat my high score in that snake game, and the freaking phone shut off. What? Well, it's about time you get an upgrade. <laughs> I guess I gotta get me one of those new brainy phones, Sanjeev. Actually... My very good friends can help you decide which smartphone is best for you. This is one guy. Mr. Oscar Santana and Todd Moore are fantastic with technology news, trends, popular apps, and more. You must listen to their podcast, Tech 411, which is available on the TMOS app. Thanks, Sanjeev. I'll check it out. Your personal guide to everything tech. (laughs) Tech 411 with Oscar Santana and Todd Moore. Brought to you by Mass Broadcasting. All right. I love that. Mass Broadcasting. Broadcasting. It's bueno para la salud. (laughs) This one is my favorite because you have a couple minutes here. Um, This is is timely. Hello, this is Alexa, the voice of Amazon Echo. Oscar liked me so much that he shared me with all his friends for the holidays. Teehee. I love servicing (laughs) all of Oscar's friends. And unlike that Siri... I can pronounce compulsive. If you want to find out about all the sexiest new tech, listen to Tech 411 on the More Network and buy me through the Amazon link on MikeOmaraShow.com. Buy a t-shirt. Buy <laughs> a t-shirt? Because Gary Stein Gary says that Stein. at every end of his promo. Really? He says, buy a t-shirt. <laughs> so the guy's just doing that bit here. And this get... is no name. No name? No name. This came from Echo. Yes. Because it sounds just like uh, Alexa. It's Alexa, and he's right. Alexa cannot say compulsive. It's, it's compulsive. Or you mean Siri? Siri. Can't. Sorry, Siri can't. Siri, Siri can't. can't. Compulsive, yeah. He says compulsive. I didn't know that. Yeah. Huh. So um, I don't, I just, that was really good. I think that was timely I didn't, I didn't think it's a voice for I, Alexa. These are questions. I, Some people write in, and, and I have to double check with Rob, but they, won't, they say, please don't mention my name. I just like making these. It's amazing. Right? Yeah. Yeah. They should all just go out and do their own podcasts. What do yeah. they need us for? Well, they need to make promos. Yeah. And you know how much work podcasting is now. It's a lot of work. <laughs> Don't do that. Just make promos for us. <laughs> all right. So uh, that was the after party. Good Max, stuff. did you have a good time? I had a great time. All right. We'll all see right. you next time. Ciao, ciao.